Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. Diamond. Give you my heart. Give you my soul. It's my karaoke song for a little while, okay? I thought I could I thought it was in my key. Mm-hmm. If that's even a thing. So I'd get up there once or twice and did this one. Yeah. Really bring that fun down. Mm-hmm. Everyone's grinding yeah, until you get up there. Everyone's having a good time singing like Love Shack mm-hmm. from the but I, and then I get up and start getting serious. Yeah. The reason I started with Love on the Rocks. Yes. Swell, swells up this music. It's because I've been reading a lot about uh, and looking for topics for the day. A lot of Valentine's stuff going down. You know, what to do Valentine's Day, ideas, you know, all these magazines and papers, Today shows, all these things have to do what we do. We have to come up with things so it's a lot of it's like leaning toward valentine's day now mm-hmm. so you know if hopefully your love is not on the rocks and you will be doing something on valentine's day we'll discuss it a little bit today you know his love could be on the rocks amy roback mm-hmm. and uh tj holmes holmes seems abc is I, I still don't know if they're officially fired or not, but but I'll tell you who loves this story: the press. Mm-hmm. It seems to be everywhere that uh, they're dating or not fired or are fired. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, I just can't get a definitive answer on on several things right now. I can't get a definitive answer on whether Amy Roback and uh, T.J. Uh, what is it? Holmes. Holmes. T.J. Holmes. I, I keep wanting to say T.J. Miller, which, you know <laughs> what, might even be better. Honestly. Let's get this Amy Roback with T.J. Miller, and then we'd. I'd care more about the story mm-hmm. if they were the two uh, going at couple. it. It's a fun couple. Yeah, it's a fun couple. Um, so there it is. I, I keep reading that uh, T.J. Holmes slept with lots of different women around the offices of, mm-hmm. of Good Morning America. Or, so, And 
you know, he's a handsome guy. You get it. He's like a you know light skinned, blue eyed, black guy. Mm-hmm. He's got everything you you like in a in a man. I think he's tall. I don't know. I I think he is. I yeah. don't. I don't have anything to compare him to. But I see him walking out of you know different buildings in New York City. He's always got some sort of nice jacket on him. Mm-hmm. You know, like a winter coat, long winter coat. Seems to be a workout guy, always yeah. in some sort of Lululemon men's. Did they make a men's line? They do. Sure. Okay. They make so quite a bit of men's he's stuff. He's in those. I still work out on like, a, you know, I do push-ups, just like a prison workout, I call it, where I just do, you know, like a hundred push-ups mm-hmm. in, a, in the garage in the morning, just in jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Every morning you do a hundred? I do a hundred, well, in sets in, in sets of 20. Yeah. That's yeah. still good. It's a hundred. Yeah. You know, yeah. I do a hundred. Yeah. As a matter of fact. Every day? Pretty much every day. That's what's yeah. keeping you going. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. I think that's what does it. <laughs> I think so. You're I think not going so. to Planet Fitness anymore? Well, I I, I haven't with the move, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm going to get back to it. It's just, mm-hmm. to see, I got a lot going on here. I got to get the house up and running. It's up and running, but, you know, now you got to start finding places to put things and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And we're having a, obviously, people over for Super Bowl. That's going to be the unveiling of the house. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to have some people over to watch the Super Bowl. So I kind of want to make it look like, you know, people live here. Mm-hmm. I know people will walk in and go, oh, it's nice. You know, the gates out front. But that's only, you still got to give them something when they walk in. So yeah. I'm getting that up. So I don't have time for Planet Fitness. Although I was there um, in the in the same parking lot as my Planet Fitness. Mm-hmm. And I think you know the one as, as well. As your Planet Fitness? Or well, the, whatever. Yours yeah. too. You know, okay. whoever, oh, yeah. whoever Our, belongs. The collectives. Yes, planet whoever belongs to it. And it's a. They got a Target in there. Mm-hmm. They got a. They got a, a a Spectrum cable. Okay. So this is where you go to drop off your boxes and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and you when you move, you guys have to do this. If if you ha- still have cable, I don't know why anybody would at this point. There's nothing really convenient about it. If you want to watch Amy Roback and T.J. Holmes, I think that you'd need cable. Yeah. If you want to watch football games, I think you need cable. Oh, there's probably other ways probably now to get these things, mm-hmm. and you don't need cable. So I have to bring back boxes. And, you know, after you live in a house for six years or whatever, you accumulate tons of shitty you know, remotes yeah. and big boxes that are, and they keep, every year they come out with something new, so that box is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. And I brought them all back, because I believe they charge you like rental fees on them. The, and I it's one of those things do you that. don't know, yeah. you know, and it'll, you know, it's $4 a month, and you just don't even kind of see it. And then, so I brought them all back to a Spectrum yesterday over in the, Planet Fitness uh, parking lot. And I walk in expecting a, an ordeal. Because anytime you have to deal with Spectrum, it's yeah. an ordeal. Cable company. Cable Any companies. Of them. And you know, the, you guys know what I'm talking about. There's usually a line a mile long of people with a lot of old people with phone problems. Because yeah. <laughs> I believe Spectrum has now gotten into the phone world. Yes. They're doing phones. And I feel like they're catering to the oldies oh, at Spectrum phones. Because mm-hmm. it's a cable who still has cable? The if last you, if of the you, home Yeah, phone, if you're yeah. under 30, I don't think anybody still goes for cable. But uh, I'm not under 30, so I'm still a cable person. I believe I have it in this house. But now cable, this is fascinating. We'll get to some fun Did stuff. Did you say you second. believe you have it? You don't even know if you have cable. I, I think I do. Yeah. I think I, okay. I don't. I honestly, to be honest, and I'm, I'm almost sad to say this, I don't watch TV at all anymore. Like... 
very, very, very rarely outside of some sports here and there. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I know there are great shows on. And if you, Alex, you just asked me if I'd watch this show, uh, documentary on uh, Susan B. Anthony. Susan B. Anthony. Who was it on? Su- Casey Anthony. Casey Anthony. Oh, I'd love to watch one on Susan B. Anthony. Honestly, probably the gal who's on probably the dollar nicer. bill. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, I don't watch anything. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I just don't. I have no time to watch things. I'm sure I do, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I did watch. Let's get to the. Well, let me just tell you, I dropped off all my stuff at Spectrum, and I'm, I'm, I often wonder where it all goes. Where does this go? Because <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding. It was ten cable boxes and cables and cords and remotes and. You know, they can't I, do anything with all that. I know. Yeah. So, and it's all like old stuff. So, yeah. So, I asked the guy, I said, where does this all go? As if he'd have the answer. You know, mm-hmm. oh, this, we recycle it, and then repurpose it in for children's toys. And whatever. Yeah. He takes it, and he's like, oh, this? And he just opens a, <laughs> like a door and just dumps it all into a box, <laughs> a giant box <laughs> that eventually just gets poured into the ocean, mm-hmm. and it floats around for the rest of of eternity. Yeah. So that's where your cable boxes currently are. So, but now cable's going full streaming, so I still have cable here in the house, but you don't need boxes anymore, thank God. It just streams like any other thing. It's all Wi-Fi. There you go. Anyway, enough about that boring shit. Let's get to the Oscar nominations. Ooh. Wow. What a time here in Hollywood. The glitz and the glamour are back here in Hollywood as they announced this year's to 2023 Oscar nominations. Oh, the city was a buzz. Mm-hmm. Did you feel it, Alex? I did. Did you feel it out where you live, out yeah. there in West Hollywood? In the heart yeah. of it. What are you over on Gower? Did you feel the the uh, <laughs> did you feel the glitz and the glamour? Yeah. yeah. You know, Fountain Avenue is really glamorous. <laughs> yeah, you see a lot of when the glitz and glamour when the trash is on fire. Yeah. yeah. So uh here they were, the Oscar nominations for anybody who cares about such things. And I'm happy to see that one of the movies that I actually watched and kind of was like really praising to some friends of mine and my parents, which I'm always apprehensive to do because they don't let you live it down if they don't like it. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, I, if I tell my parents that I'm a fan of this and they go watch it and they don't like it, oh, I'll, I, the, the wrath yeah. that comes my way that I made them spend two hours, which by the way, they fall asleep every 15 minutes. So for them to watch a two-hour movie, it takes about four days Yeah, and, uh, and they f- to get through the entire thing. Anyway, it's all quiet on the Western Front. It's, uh, of course, a very, very famous book. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a, now a movie on Netflix. And it got eight nominations, I believe, second most or third most or whatever. And I'm happy to see it because I watched it and I fucking loved it. I, lo- I mean, it's a hardcore war movie mm-hmm. world war one which was just a, a bleak bleak muddy it seems to be the uh, world war one was a lot of mud yeah I, i've watched several world war one movies now that I, a couple of years ago 1917 i believe it was great movie and just a lot of mud just a lot of guys dying in mud yep i don't ever want to die in mud alex please if you ever see me dying and i'm in mud you don't have to save my life. Just drag me out of the, the mud. <laughs> yeah. Just drag me to the pavement. The other, I have several f- weird fears. I dying in mud. Okay. I don't want to die in mud, and I don't want to die. I feel like a lot of times I see, you know, sometimes you'll see stories about, you know, 
Uh, the the cartel killed a bunch of people in the streets of mm-hmm. Zacatecas, Mexico, or yes. someplace. And and you'll see them all laying. And, you know, you always look at these gruesome pictures because you just have you know everybody has these you know curiosities, morbid curiosities. Mm-hmm. So you you click on the picture. Just I don't I don't want to see too much, but I want to see a little. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you do that, everybody does it. I think. I think it's a weird human emotion i think also when you read the headline you're like that can't be yeah right right like five hours from where i live there's a, yeah. a row of bot and then you click mm-hmm. the picture, you're like, oh, yeah, and there it be. is yeah. yeah and then i feel like a lot of times their pants are down I, I or open or down or i don't know if it's a thing they do to humiliate them even further mm-hmm. you're already dead they're like now let's pull his pants down <laughs> yeah but he's already dead i don't care pull his pants down yeah so uh <laughs> I just don't want that. I don't want anyone to pull my pants down after I die. Mm-hmm. Could you just please do me that favor? Yeah. Thank you, Alex. So if you see if me, if I in, catch you in the mud, if you see me in mud with my pants down, dead, do drag me to the cement and pull my pants back mm-hmm. up. That's all I ask. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the Oscar nominations were just. <laughs> the reason I bring it up is because uh, I loved All Quiet on the Western Front. I highly recommend you watch it. It's an amazing war movie, and there's a lot of guys dying in mud. Um, so, and then, of course, I feel like this movie that got the most nominations. Do you have the nominations up in I front of you? So we'll rattle yeah. them off. Um, it looks like there were some snubs. You always hear about the snubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Cruise not nominated for Best Actor for Top Gun. Top Gun. Now, here's what you need to do, Oscars, you idiots. Now, they're, the reason why these award shows are failing is because they... They pretend that they care, but we also want the ratings. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, hey, listen, nominate Tom Cruise for Top Gun. Yeah. And even if you, when you count up their votes, they always have those those uh, accountants come out at one point. That's the most boring part. It's it's usually pretty boring anyway. But then they really bore it up where they bring out the accountants who counted the ballots, okay. you know, to, with you know, these two guys who like in you know, tuxedos. Ill, and you can always tell who they are because they're not like Hollywood attractive. Like, mm-hmm. who are these two? And like, oh, they're oh. the accountants from Ernst and Young and they counted the ballots. Yeah. And, and like, why were we doing this? Mm-hmm. So anyway, next time the Ernst and Young guy, whoever counts the ballots, just go, hey. What'd you, who'd you come up with? Well, looks like Tom Cruise didn't make it. Who did make it? Seven people you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Okay, do me a favor. Throw away two of those people. Yeah. And put Tom Cruise in there, okay? Would, who are you? I'm the producer of the Oscars. And if I don't get eyes on this award show get next canned. week, I'm fucking fired. Yeah. Okay? So do me a favor, you two bean-counting pencil pushers. Check Tom Cruise box, would you please? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank we you. We need people to watch. So that's what you need to do. Check yeah. Tom Cruise box. Whether he get whether he got the votes or not, just check the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, Top Gun got nominated, but I, Tom Cruise does he show up just for the movie being nominated for Best Picture? I don't think probably he will. not. He's not one of those guys who shows up to these things. Yeah. Always shows up. Tom Cruise one of those guys that shows up with his mother. You know, which is always one of those things. If even if she's if she's still alive, I don't even know. But he used to mm-hmm. one of those guys who shows up. You know, he used to show up with his mom a lot, and I, it'll sh- not that Tom Cruise is this at all. And I'm not saying that, but Kevin Spacey was one who used oh. to show up with his mom a lot. <laughs> so yeah, for so, what it's worth. Yeah, yeah. You know, John Voight was another one. Not that I'm not saying anything about John Voight, but he was you know always, mm-hmm. always with his mom. And so anybody who shows up with their mom, I get it the first time. It's cute. I got nominated for an Oscar. I'm bringing my mom, you know. Yeah. This is what a fun time for her to have. 
Oh God. I, now listen, not that I'm ever going to be nominated for an Oscar, but if I ever do, and it's just not happening, uh, my mom's not. Oh, the complaining that would happen the entire time. Oh, Christopher, I can't with this stupid red carpet. My feet are hurting. I can't on this <laughs> red carpet. I wore the wrong shoes for this red. Who's that? Who's that? Oh, who's the, who's this big doofus over here? I remember my mom was really upset one year. Susan Sarandon was nominated mm-hmm. for this. Is back when everybody watched the Oscars. Yeah, it was an event. That, you know, it was water cooler chat the next day. Everybody talked about it. Whether you saw the movies or not, it was a, an event. Mm-hmm. I think somewhere in one of the TikToks or one of the things you could see, somebody sent it to me one time. I was like, this is the Oscars in like 19, 2007. Yeah. And it's just everybody's. It's huge stars. Mm-hmm. It's Clooney and Julia Roberts and Samuel L. Jackson. $20,000 dresses. Schwarzenegger. And just everybody's cute and glamour. laughing and fun. Oh. And, and it's just a good time. Mm-hmm. And that's what it used to be. And now it's whatever it is. But, you know, who knows? But my mom, Susan Sarandon, was nominated for maybe the one where uh, she got, to, she got uh, Sean Penn was on Death Row. Dead Man Walking. Dead Man 1996. Walking. There you go, 1996. Yep. And she was walking in with um, Tim Robbins at the time. They were together for a long time. I don't know whether they were officially married or not, but they were together for a long time, Tim Robbins. And, and my mother really had no idea who Tim Robbins was. I don't think mm-hmm. she had seen Bull Durham or Shawshank Redemption. I don't think Shawshank was even out yet. And she goes, oh, I love this Susan Sarandon. I love Susan Sarandon. Who's this big doofus with her? Who's this big, <laughs> get, why is this big doofus with her? And I was like, mom, the, that's Tim Robbins. He's a big act. My mom thought it was just like some sort of Target employee yeah. who was uh, dating Susan Sarandon. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. He's a legitimate actor yeah. in his own right. Susan Sarandon's not settling. You Speaking know? of Susan Sarandon, I'm glad you brought that up, Alex. If you did, I don't I know. Did, you know, I did. But anyway, um, there's a very famous comedy club. Alex and I are both comedians. Uh, in <laughs> yes. uh, in, in uh, Times Square. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Caroline's. Yeah. It's been in Times Square for legendary. a long, legendary. And it recently closed down. The lease was up, whatever the case may be. It's being replaced, I just read. Uh, Caroline's Comedy Club is being replaced by Susan Sarandon's Ping Pong Ball. Ooh. And that is not a joke. And yeah. If, if there's ever any... Uh, any, any, any more of a glaring, uh, <laughs> indictment, indictment of the comedy world right now. Yeah, it's the fact the state that the of affairs. comedy yeah. club is being replaced by Susan Sarandon's ping pong bar, yeah. which let me tell you this right now, I assure you will soon be, repl- that ping pong bar will be a pl- replaced in one year by an Apple store. Yep. So just, like that. why don't we just cut out the ping pong bullshit and just put the Apple store mm-hmm. in now? Yeah. Okay. Cause I don't know how many people are going to Susan Sarandon's ping pong bar. Yeah. But uh, I, I remember when they opened one here, and it, it was in like one of the hotels. Okay. She, Susan Sarandon, I guess is now involved in ping pong. That's She's big I, ping I pong. Yes, yeah. I, I don't get the correlation between the two, but. And did the one here go well? It just was in like, a, it was like a pop-up. You know what these, oh, they call yeah. them pop-ups, Alex. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like a pop-up. Uh, yeah, it's called ping or that's pong their way or, of saying we got a catchy idea, but it's yeah, not, it has not no longevity, exactly. no legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like axe throwing. Yeah, you know? I think yes. we've all. I don't know if we're still doing the axe throwing, but I feel like everybody, some places, really doubled down on axe throwing. Like mm-hmm. I, this is gonna be the new bowling. Yeah, 
Um, it's going to be around for a hundred like, years. It's like the escape room of Ex- the red state. Oh, that was another one. <laughs> escape, escape rooms. Room. Um, yeah, there, a lot of people went mm-hmm. full brick and mortar full, escape rooms. Yeah. And then a couple of nerds did it for a couple of months. And that was the end of that. that. Was it. And axe throwing, which I believe is just, in the end, it's just axe picking up. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what they say. Just, you want to pick up an axe 45 times in an hour? Mm-hmm. I Do I got a place for you? Because it sticks in the wood once or twice, probably, throughout your hour that you rent the thing. Mm-hmm. And then for the rest of the time, you just walk up, pick it up. At least in bowling, the bowl comes back to you automatically. Yeah. If they could find a way to get that axe back to you automatically, axe throwing might do a little better. But mm-hmm. right now, if you got to keep going to pick it up, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. So anyway, there's an axe throwing place right down the street here. I saw it. Axe throwing, mm-hmm. and now it's uh, it's not just axe throwing. They made it also a weed shop. Well, it's a it's a th- arcade themed smoke shop yes. and a falafel stand out front. So you saw it? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, so it's falafel. I don't think the axe, th- the axe throwing is not paying the bills. So no. like, let's make let's do weed, and like, and that's paying a couple yeah. of them. what else? I got a guy who makes falafels. Yeah. Put him in the put him on the front. Yeah. So yes. And last night I'm driving home. I went and did a comedy show last night. Everybody, I'm a comedian. And I did a show last night. I did celebrity drop-in night Ooh. over at Flappers in Burbank. Someone's got to do it. Yeah. So I was there, and I got to tell you, the state of comedy. I as I sat and watched everybody. I got to say, pretty good. I was happy. Oh, good. I, I was sitting back enjoying like other comedians. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, oh, all right, everybody was pretty good yeah. on that night. And then I was driving home, and I was thinking of doing like some sort of fast food. I didn't, mm-hmm. uh, but I did see that falafel guy was still open out there in the parking lot of the axe throwing. Still place. going? Did you hit him up? Did I, you, didn't, uh, I didn't. I uh, didn't. It's a weird situation. I, I'm never out late anymore. Mm-hmm. So I was driving. We'll get back to the Oscars in a second, everybody. You know, if you, if you're your first time listening to Cover to Cover, just try to stay on. It's like a it's like a rodeo. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in rodeo, I think the the point of rodeo is to stay on the bull for eight seconds. Eight Isn't seconds. that what it is? Yes. Eight seconds. I believe it was also a Luke Perry movie. Mm-hmm. Eight seconds. It was mm-hmm. a rodeo movie. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, if you're new to cover to cover, uh, it's like a, it's like a rodeo. Mm-hmm. You just got to stay on for eight seconds and see if you could follow my my tr- uh, yeah. train of thought. But anyway, here it goes. I was like, is he, now I forgot what I was. Now my train talking about my train of thought just took me off my train of thought. Anyway, I was, you, I, I was up late. Yeah. 11 o'clock probably leaving flappers and no fast food no fast food and i'm driving once again never really up late in los angeles and it's a tuesday Mm -hmm. and uh, i know things are not what they used to be and we're going to get to all that in a second and i know late night is i keep talking about this on the podcast i feel like late night is gone and i don't i don't feel enough people are talking about it because i feel it's it's a problem it's Mm -hmm. a real and i'm not that i'm a late night guy nor will i begin to be a late night guy again i i was at one time in my life but the fact that nobody is late night whether you want to blame gen z or gen y or gen who the fuck ever it's a problem the fact that we are not that you can't find a bar open in los angeles you can't find a restaurant open after 10 and this is los angeles los angeles this is this is one of the big ones it's infuriating so i'm driving so i said i could have just gotten on the freeway and come home but i was like you know what while i'm out I still, you know, I had a cappuccino, so I'm like, I'm still awake. Hopped up. Let me go drive around old haunts that I would one time go out late mm-hmm. night in. You know, not that I was going to stop in, just roll by and see if they're still. So I go 
through Burbanks. This means nothing to any of you guys that don't live in Los Angeles, but I go down Riverside Drive. Mm-hmm. used to hang out there a lot. Like, empty. Not Dead. a car. No. And if you see a person at 11 o'clock, which shouldn't be shocking for no. a person walking the streets at 11 p.m., but if you see somebody at 11 p.m., I'm like, trouble. You know, my head immediately goes to the homeless, trouble, crazy, mm-hmm. running from the law. Wrapped running, in a blanket. Running from some domestic violence yep. situation. That's what I'm thinking. Or it could just be a nice person on a walk at 11, but yeah. I never. And then I come, then I'm like, let me go Ventura Boulevard all the way down it from basically, you know, I don't know, Studio City all, all the way, way. to where we are now. And come, I don't see a restaurant open i don't see a car on the road i don't see a person i don't see a bar and used to be a time where i know it's tuesday night so maybe it's not the greatest night to judge but still every now and again tuesday night would have service one of these shitholes we have industry night jimmy jimmy fuck fucks would do you know service industry night or something where you get a couple of waiters in there to you know have a couple of vodka cranberries and then go and finger each other in their cars yeah. In the parking lot. Mm-hmm. This was the fun. Yeah. Now you, you, you're you all sitting at home bent out of shape about M&M's, you fucking idiots. It's you're true. ruining a good time. Mm-hmm. These All these bars and restaurants are going to close up. They can't be making it on from on f- from 5 to 10. Yeah. I mean, those are the hours they got to go now. 5 to 10. No more 2 a.m. I mean, you used to... I didn't get to a place till midnight. Mm-hmm. Where's the party at? You know, but... Seems to be all over now, at least on a Tuesday, except for the falafel guy the in falafel the parking guy. lot of the axe drawing And place. that's why he's open, because he knows he's the only game in town, and he's going to mark that falafel well, up. What are your best actor nominees? And the nominees for best actor are, now you still have five as far as actor, actress, supporting actor, supporting actress. I believe it's still five. And then a couple of years ago, the Oscars said, uh, we need more movies to be nominated for Best Picture. So I believe they went, you can go as high as 10 movies be nominated for Best Picture. Okay. Um, but you could do you could do less than 10, but not more than 10. Mm-hmm. So some years there's eight nominated, some years there's 10. So you get what I'm saying. Anyway, what are your best actor nominees? Colin F- uh, Farrell. Colin Farrell, The Banshees of Anishirin. I would watch this movie. I'm mm-hmm. going to watch this movie. I like him. I like Brendan Gleeson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would watch this movie. I don't know what, I have no idea what it's about, but I'd <laughs> me watch neither. it. I yeah. like that guy. Next. Yep. Next. You want me to, you want me to yeah, round, down, round him down Austin Butler from Elvis. Yeah, let me tell you about this Austin Butler. Uh, I feel like he's, he's, he's uh, uh, feeling, feeling himself a little too much. Yeah. And he's also, going way too hard on the self-tanner on the red carpet. I don't know what he does in real life, but of course he got a, he got a little flack a few weeks ago. I think he won one of the golden globes, whatever. And he was talking when he accepted the award, he was speaking in Elvis voice. Yeah. And it was strange. Admittedly, it was odd that he would had changed his voice, but you know, people are kooky. It's a kooky world, and especially in show like this kind of shit. Yeah. If you get to the point you're Austin Butler and you got the part of Elvis and everyone's kissing your ass and you handsome guy, and I worked with this kid. Did I tell you? Yeah. I worked with him years ago on on Are You There, Chelsea? It's Me Vodka. He was in the sitcom. Mm-hmm. He was probably 14 at the time, but <laughs> yeah. he was in that sitcom. Anyway, and I'm using his regular voice at that time. I don't think he was talking like Elvis at 14. But he, uh, he's a little, uh, he's, he's, but the, eventually here's what's going to happen. This award season will be over 
and Austin Butler will go on to do, unless he becomes like a superhero or something. I don't think he can. He doesn't seem going to be rough. He seems a little, he doesn't seem tough enough. But then again, I, you know, what do I know? They turned Paul Rudd into one and, yeah. he, didn't, and he does, does a great job as, what is he, Ant-Man? Ant-Man, yeah. Okay. So anyway, this, uh, this Austin Butler, I think he's going a little too, it's too much on the self-tanner. Uh, to cha- go with the regular voice. Yeah. He actually said he spoke about it because he got so much flack for using the Elvis voice when he won. He did say, I just, I did. I, I agree. I'm, I use the Elvis voice because I've been playing him for so, it's for so long that I kind of have adopted his voice, which I could kind of understand. Yeah. I can understand it. But if also, I hang out with an Australian for five minutes, exactly. I get you it. You do kind of pick these yeah. things up. But also, he did shoot this movie like three years ago, so <laughs> True, enough yeah. is enough. Get, yeah. get it together. Okay, who's next? Uh, Colin Farrell, Brennan Fraser, the whale. Oh, okay. Now let me just say, this, congratulations to Brennan Fraser. Mm. We all welcome back. I mean, exactly. I think it's a, it's a good story. Everybody kind of liked Brennan Fraser. He seemed to have gone away for a little while. Nobody seems to really know why there was the thing with a, a, a judge over at one of these or yeah one of one of the award shows yeah said it said he grabbed his ass i don't know i don't know anything but anyway the whale i don't i haven't heard one person i've heard the performance is good but everyone's like oh my god the movie is just i've two people of mm-hmm. friends of mine have seen it and i think they're the only two people in the world who have seen yeah. it now what happened to all these movies because a couple of Months ago, these all were all at the Cannes Film Festival, mm-hmm. and we kept talking about on this podcast. We kept talking about these these standing ovations and the timing of this. They would keep every day. We would hear another story about last night at the Cannes Film Festival. The whale got a twenty two minute standing ovation. Yeah, and then um, blonde blonde, but Marilyn Monroe movie got an eighteen minute standing. It's called ovation. exiting the theater. <laughs> <laughs> we kept, we kept hearing these stories about the length of the standing ovation these movies got. Since then, I have heard, first of all, Blonde, this movie, mm-hmm. is I tried to watch it. It's got to be one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. The girl, okay, I'm sure she's going to, she got nominated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But if, here's the thing, if, you, if you're nominating actors and actresses, I think the movie has to be good too. I'll I'll grant you it's a great performance. Yeah. But if it's in a piece of shit movie, that's not Oscar worthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? We gotta come up with something that the whole package needs to be Oscar worthy. Mm-hmm. You can't just go. That was a great performance. Hey, listen, Ashton Kutcher was great in Dude, Where's My Car? But he didn't get nominated because <laughs> it's a shit movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, don't nominate actresses or actors if they're in a movie that's pretty god awful just mm-hmm. because the performance was good. I think it anyway, next. Uh Paul Meskel, After Sun. I don't know who that is, nor the movie. Perfect, me neither. Yeah. And <laughs> way oh, the ratings bonanza that is coming to ABC for when they hear that Paul Meskel got nominated for After Sun. They could nominate Tom Cruise for Top Gun, but so, they know Paul Meskel. Looking up after Sun, 20 years after their last holiday at a fading uh, vacation resort, Sophie reflects on the rare time spent with her loving and idealistic father, Callum. 
Oh, and I'll this, see. Who's... This is it. it. It looks very artsy, kind of, oh, you know. Right. But I'll take a look at this. Seems, After Sun. Seems nice, I guess. But yeah, okay. Paul Mescal, I've never heard of him. Is he either. a young man or an old man? Who's Paul, Paul? Mescal is. I should probably know who this is, right? He's probably, probably a big star. He's probably star. massive. Yeah, he's probably got 30 I mean, million uh, Instagram followers. And I'm like, who's Paul Mescal? And I get mad when people say they have no idea who I am. You mm-hmm. know, I'm like, I, no, really, nobody knows who I am. Let's what? see. Paul Meskel is 26, so he's a young guy. Oh, young yeah, guy, young 26. Guy. Paul, well, good for him. Good Nominated for, for Irish Oscar. actor, born oh, in Maynooth. Yeah. There you have it. Irish guy, Paul Meskel. Well, good for him. That's exciting. Hopefully, he doesn't go the Austin Butler route mm-hmm. and put on too much uh, orange makeup when he's yeah. going down the red carpet. I saw this poor these poor people who walk up and down the red carpet. You know, now, it's you got to talk to everybody on the way up the red carpet. And there are three that you want to talk to. You know, you want to talk to Seacrest. You probably want to talk to the Today Show. They're usually there. And maybe like a, a Good Morning America or something like that. Those are the three you want to talk to. But for every Seacrest and Good Morning America, there's a bunch of shit penny saver and you got to talk to on the way mm-hmm. up. And there's wackiness too. There's some radio station hires a goofball to kind of, you know, yeah. fuck with people. And try and get whatever action out of them. There's things like that, and which is a nightmare. Uh, you know, some comedians got hired by you know some shitty network to try and roust Hugh Jackman. Yeah, you know what I mean. Trying was, to trying uh, to ruin your night on the right, way in. right, exactly. So you're all flustered when you I for know. your big moment. And these people are like, they don't get the joke. They're like, oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't in on the joke. Yeah. But anyway, I happen to see there's this there's this comedian. Now I shouldn't talk about him too much, but here it goes because he's probably a nice guy. But his name is Matt Friend, and I guess he's a comedian, but he's an impressionist. He does a lot okay. of impressions. I happen to see him on Instagram, and I followed him because he, he does some really good impressions of different people. But now he's just doing impressions of everybody. Okay, so somebody hired him, some network or somebody hired him mm-hmm. to be on the Golden Globes red carpet and do the impressions of the people to their faces. Yeah, that's fun. That doesn't... Uh... Okay, so now all these people are just like, they just want to get inside. They want to... The red carpet's a fucking nightmare anyway. And now here's this guy, Matt Friend, who's like sitting there doing an impression of Paul Dano. Like if anybody... Who would even know what mm-hmm. Paul Dano sounds like? And then this poor Paul Dano, whoever else you name it, F. Murray Abraham, has got to sit there and listen to this guy, kind of do a half-assed impression of him. He's like, oh, okay, I get... Great. I guess that's me. Yeah. Bye-bye. It was going on for like far too long. Yeah. You know, so just like, come on. All right, let's move it along. Mm-hmm. Get everybody inside and let's start the show. Well, and I think they waste, you know, all of these celebrities' time constantly because they're looking for one viral moment, right? right? So it's like, it's a big waste and nothing will probably come from it, but you want the one right. person who goes, you know what, F you, you know, right, like, right, like you right. want the one of those and you're... If you don't get it, it's just a big waste of time. The only right? one who can do this successfully is the Borat guy. Yeah. He, he would always dress up like some character. Like and, interview uh, you yeah, all weirdly. Right. That's yeah, fun. Yeah, but, that he's, guy. but he's also a, also a celebrity. Yeah, so people kind of... If you get punked or whatever the term... I mean, I guess that's yeah. the term now. By Sasha Baron Cohen, I feel like, all right, that was good because mm-hmm. it's Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. But outside of anybody else, just stop it. Yeah. So, all right, who do, who do we got? And for? then our final one for uh, best actor is uh, Bill Nighy. Oh, Bill, I like Living. him. Yeah. I like him. He's an English actor. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd watch that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, on to the uh, 
Actress, actress. Actress. In a leading role, you got uh, Kate Blanchett for Tar. Tar. I, I'd watch this. I hear mm. a lot about it. She's okay. I'd yeah. watch it. I like her. Blonde, Anna de Armas. I'm surprised she got nominated because uh, she got she won for whatever. I think it was Golden Globes a few weeks ago, uh, Kate Blanchett. And she got up there and basically was like, enough with awards. Like, let's just all celebrate each other's mm-hmm. work. And yeah, ho- you know, in Hollywood, especially women, like we're all doing fine. No, no more awards. And normally, when they say things like that, it's like never again will she be nominated. Yeah. She is not respecting the Oscars. Mm-hmm. But she got nominated. So anyway, yeah. who that uh, Anna, Anna Day Armas? She got for nominated blonde. for Blonde. Yeah, uh, a movie to Leslie Andrea Risenborough. Yes, to okay. Leslie is directed by a, f- a dear friend of mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you have mm-hmm. heard of it? Yes, Michael. I was waiting yeah. for you to. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's married to Mary McCormick, uh, oh, okay. who is a friend of mine. Yeah, anyway, that's exciting. Michelle Williams. Three people saw that movie. Th- literally three people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelle Williams. For the, the Fablemans. Fablemans, a Steven Spielberg movie that yep. nobody saw. Yeah. And then uh, Michelle Yale for Everything Everywhere All at Once. This is the big nominee. That's the big I just one. got a million nominations. Mm-hmm. I, I keep trying to get through it. Uh, on and a plane, can't? I just I, I, not that it's a bad movie. It's just something about it's just not hooking me in. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, what about oh yeah, the, the the big snub in this one was uh, Viola Davis didn't okay. get nominated for uh, uh, Woman King. Okay, uh, she's going to be the pretty much win, and she didn't get the nomination. Snubbed. Now I wonder in the snub world, the world of snubs. Like a Tom Cruise and a Viola Davis. I wonder if they care, mm-hmm. you know, because they're all. I mean, Tom Cruise is having a pretty good career. He's going to yeah. be doing fine, regardless of whether he wins. An he's Oscar not opening or not. a ping pong bar, yeah. and yeah, you know, like <laughs> I think he's doing. And the same with Viola Davis. I think they're going to be fine. Like I wonder if they, the morning of of the announcements, when I like, damn it, damn it, I could have, I would have loved an Oscar nomination. Mm-hmm. What are like? Eh, whatever. I'm going to go on to do nine more Mission Impossible movies, and Viola Davis is going to go on to do great work. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, if it really matters to them in the end. Yeah. It's like probably like, oh, now I can just stay home on Oscar night instead of going. People love to go out. People love, I shouldn't say that because I was just saying two minutes ago that pe- nobody goes out. <laughs> into, but I'm talking like like I was watching some stuff from the Paris Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if you guys saw the Kylie Jenner. I think it was Kylie. Yeah. Kylie, yes, Kylie. She had a big lion head on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. Paris Fashion Week, and then one of the one of the women. I think it was. Uh, I want to say it was not Dua Lipa. The other one, uh, not not Megan the Stallion. Uh, the, the one you brought up one time. Oh, Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Doja Cat. I think it was Doja Cat covered in Swarovski. Crystals. Okay. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Swarovski. So, I think? Okay, sure, sure. So, I could be wrong. You are, I think you're right. You know who loves Swarovski crystals? My who? mother. Ooh. Oh, she'll tell you. The, she'll be the first one to tell you if there's Swarovski crystals on, on anything. My mother's got an American flag. And it's red. Did you I see? I know. Yeah. It was kind of shocking looking. And I know Weird. that's the point of kind of you're supposed to be mm-hmm. edge. Is it Doja Cat? Yeah. It She's was. covered in Swarovski. 30,000 crystals. Crystals glued to her face. Yeah, how did they get that shit off? But it's all red. I know like, it's red. I, I don't. Yeah. I didn't. She looked yeah, like a Carrie in that movie where they pour the blood. <laughs> yeah, all honestly, over. yes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Doja Cat. it was all scary stuff. My mother has a lapel pin, Alex. It's an American flag, mm-hmm. and she every now and again she'll put it on for you know whatever an yeah. events Fourth yeah. of July, and she'll tell you it's the Christmas Swarovski crystals. Yeah, we have a Waterford had the, it made the move again. We have a Waterford crystal candy bowl okay now unless you're you know 97 
there's no need for a candy bowl in your home. Nobody's using it. You know, it used to be a time you'd have like a, you'd be living in some sort of senior living facility. Uh huh. And you've had your friends and family over, you'd have a candy bowl out for people to dig around in. Mm-hmm. And not the good candy. Not, no. Not Kit Kats. It's like that ribbon candy, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like those. Just like saltwater like, taffy. Not even or, that. Like, you're just ribbon. It, you know what it is. You guys know what I'm talking about. I don't about. know what ribbon you, candy. You, you know it if you look it up. Okay. It's some sort of ribbon. That would be in there. Just d- different, different sucking candies. But yeah. Not your Werther's Originals. Not even that. Up. Like, not even that. I mean, just, it's like serious grade D hard candies would be in this bowl oh ribbon can yeah you that's garbage saying? yeah yeah that's, gar- that's not even that's candy there. yeah so you're digging around in that and that's what do. so i we have a waterford crystal bowl that was given to us by someone mm-hmm. and we move it like this is the third move i think it's made yeah and i was just like can we get rid of this thing and you can't because it's waterford crystal that's mm-hmm. the only reason you're like well no because it's a waterford crystal what the fuck does that mean to me? Yeah. I don't know. Something. It's more expensive than other crystal? Yes. Okay, great. But when I... So now you can literally see it. It's right in this next room. It's holding just nuts and bolts. You know, just <laughs> oh loose God. nuts and bolts that I just... If I need a bolt yeah. or a nut or a, a nail, I'll dig through the Waterford crystal yeah, candy got, bowl. You have Gucci get, wallets and Waterford <laughs> junk bowls. Water, yeah, yeah, yeah. So You've made it. I don't know how to... Do, I don't know what to do with it. You know, but it's, it's a bowl, then I don't want to throw it away because mm-hmm. it's Waterford crystal. And apparently that means something. Anyway, uh, do we need to know any other nominees? Supporting um, actor? Supporting, it's pretty much all the same movies. Uh, Banshees, Fablemans, Kihu uh, Kwan, you know, yes, that Yes, the big guy story. that everyone's loving. Yeah, yeah he's very excited mm-hmm. to be... Uh, uh, Brendan Gleeson did get it. Yeah, and then good. also Barry Keoghan for the same movie, too. Okay, good, so, good, good. Or I, 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 now I'm going to watch this movie. I'm going to see this one. Uh, and what about Best Supporting, supporting Actress? Actors. Jamie Lee Curtis. Got yeah, a nomination. Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, yes. Also for the same movie, Stephanie Hsu, Hsu, how they, you know, Silent Four, H. Four, yes. Um, Carrie Condon for Banshees of Anisharan. Oh, this movie got uh, a lot of nominations. Hong Chow from The Whale. Oh, okay, yeah. And then, I guess she's very good. Or he, this, she, she. Yeah, this will probably pull it. Angela Bassett, Black Panther, The Wakanda Forever. Yes, yeah. okay. Now, is that a, I haven't seen this, Mm-mm. but okay, I, I'd watch these movies. Yeah. I like Angela Bassett. She's going to win, probably. That guy's going to win. If he doesn't win, it's, this. Once you need the guy to win from a Temple of Doom. Yeah. Because he's been the golden boy. He's been, he makes great speeches. Mm-hmm. Everyone seems to love him. This is a story you want. Yeah. Uh, let's give it to that guy. Best picture will go to everything, everything all at once. We'll go to that. Um, those are my predictions. Yeah. And best director will go to the guys from everything. It'll be a big night for everything, everywhere, all at once. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheiner. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. So uh, there you go. That's my Oscar prediction. Sorry we spent a little too much time on the Oscars because there's so much more to discuss uh, there's Britney Spears news a little bit. We're not going to cover it too mm. much, but the, apparently the police were called to her house last night. Yes, uh, because the fans, the fans are said um, concerned. They were concerned because her Instagram had come down again. Mm-hmm. But this, this is the pattern. We yeah. know the pattern. Everybody, the Instagram comes down every two months, mm-hmm. and then it comes back up 
with a, a weird picture, stock photo of a teacup or a teddy bear or a rose. Mm-hmm. Maybe all three of them together. Yeah. A teacup, a teddy bear, and a rose. And then underneath it, it'll have some emojis. And it'll say something about, I was never allowed coffee. Yeah. Um, and, that, and then it's back up. So anyway, the fans were concerned. And the cops came to the house. I haven't heard any, any, anything more than that. Mm-hmm. Other than that. The other thing that I can't seem to get a um, a read on, uh, not a, not unlike Amy Roback and uh, and TJ Holmes. Holmes, is TJ Miller. Miller is uh, the fact whether Alec Baldwin has actually been charged or not. Yeah, I heard he was. I heard he was. I heard he wasn't. Yeah, then I heard. I heard the same. Yeah, so it's all kind of. Uh, I'm going to say this, and it might be a controversial opinion, and this is in no way letting. Alec Baldwin or his they just seem like they're really off the deep end mm-hmm. and I'm, it's, it's sad for me to see because I, I did like Alec Baldwin but I, I'm going to say this I don't think he's guilty of uh, murder and yeah. I'm not saying it's I, don't, and I know that's not what he's charged with it's like um, mans- you know, manslaughter you know, but it's like accidental, a, accidental discharge yeah, of a firearm man, or something right something yeah. like that I just, I just don't think he's guilty of it. I just, I, for whatever reason, I think it's a terrible accident. I think the way he's handling it is all a little stupid, mm-hmm. and maybe that's why everybody would kind of like to see him fry for yeah. this. But uh, he, I don't know. I, I think I, proving I would like to see, it. I think finding him guilty is a very right. up. It's an uphill battle that isn't going to result in anything. He cut a deal at the last minute anyway. Doing things like going on Instagram and begging uh, people to follow your wife, your wife. It's, it's just it's just a weird way. Like you should just have a little more, I don't know, uh, empathy or whatever the word is for the the guy who lost his wife and yeah. the kid who lost his mother. And the fact that I know he's, the guy's going through some shit. He probably doesn't sleep anymore, judging by the bags under his eyes. Uh, yep. I mean, you can't shoot somebody and accidentally just brush it and, off. and just brush it off. It's going to haunt you the rest of your life. So uh, anyway... And then, of course, now the paparazzi, because this was in, in the news again, they're following them everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're they're back in New York City, it seems like, and not well, out he's of a the gold mine anymore. For paparazzi, yeah. So they're just hanging out and in front of their apartment in New York City. And uh, Aladia is is the one coming. She's fielding the paparazzi okay. questions or not fielding them, but she's not letting Alec even talk to them at all. And I mean, I watched a couple of TMZ videos of her on the sidewalk yelling at the paparazzi. Mm -hmm. And this accent is hilarious. I mean... It's so funny to me. It's it's not. I guess how, it, how long are we gonna let this go on? I, I, it's <laughs> it's shocking how like she she's already been kind of called out for the whole thing, and it became a huge. So the only reason we know who Alaria Baldwin is is because everyone called her out for that cucumber thing. Yeah, we all had a good laugh with it. We all played it a million times. It was mm-hmm. all and. But she she didn't back down from it. And no. everybody knows she's from Boston. And she spent like a summer in Spain. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got news for you, bitch. I spent five months in Spain when I was 14. You don't see me going, you got to leave my husband alone. Leave my husband alone. Mm-hmm. We're not talking. We're not talking. Nobody is talking. I mean, that's the way she's talking. Yeah. And it's just so, I mean, I guess people are just bonkers. There are people out there. Do you I, want some of it? If I can get it, absolutely. I'm if you can get it, trying to get the one where they she's like walking away from them. But yeah, there we go. It's uh, you guys can all stay out of 
stay away. Respect okay? Hillary, are all these charges I'm, fair? I'm going to tell you what I'm going to say. You're not going to ask me questions. I'm going to tell you. Okay? I want you guys to realize that we have seven kids. And you being here to escort them to school and to be there when they come home is not good. So on a human level, you guys know I'm not going to say anything to you. You know that. So please leave my family in peace and let this all play out. Okay? So let my That's always so home. funny to me. She's that, a better actor than he is. Yeah, yeah. It's always funny to me when the everybody who confronts a paparazzi, they always say, "Please leave my kids alone." And if you ever if you guys are well, like Alex and myself who live here and you see paparazzi a lot mm-hmm. and they are not, they don't give, they're just like a bunch of sweatpants wearing losers who mm-hmm. are just trying to get 500 bucks for a picture. You think they're going to go, you know what? She makes a good point. Let's leave them alone. Cause the kids, you know, they don't, yeah. they're fucking dopes. They don't care about anything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just arguing with them out outside is, is pointless. But anyway, I feel for everybody in this cause she's right. I mean, the kids are probably asking like, what? Why are there paparazzi? Why do they care like, why? so much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they got to explain it. But that accent is just, people are wild. Mm-hmm. I get, I don't know. I don't know. I thought he was a normal guy, but I got burned on it. You want to hear? This is fun. Tinder. Um, Tinder. A dating Valentine's Day. I'm fascinated by it all. Fascinated by it. There was a lot of, last night I was doing shows at this comedy club in Burbank, and a lot of like app do jokes you know yeah. you on the apps you go who, who here's on the apps you know anybody do you guys meet on the apps you on the apps everybody do the apps bum bumble tinder blah blah blah, blah, blah. so i'm fascinated about all this and it, you read all these different stories about um what these people are doing now there's questionnaires these a lot of people have a questionnaire they'll give you on the app you have to fill out this questionnaire first mm-hmm. whether it be tinder bumble any of the ones you use a lot of women are, are have a questionnaire that's you need to fill out first in order to even, I guess, talk on the app. Mm-hmm. So that's a new thing. And the and then I came across, as I was looking up the questionnaire, I came across the year in swipes, according to Tinder. This is 2022's Tinder year in swipes, okay? Um, which I find fascinating. I don't know if you guys are in the dating world, you know, but if you're not, it fascinates me. I'm not in the dating world and it just fascinates me. So here goes. These are the 10 essential trends in 2022. And maybe, you know, from this, you can learn because it's Valentine's Day is coming. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk more about that in coming episodes. Uh, young singles are owning uh, the situationship as a valid relationship status. Young singles. Uh, we're still down to play the field this year, but they opted for a high-quality roster. Everyone was on the same page. More than a hookup, but not quite a traditional relationship. The situationship. Yeah. That's what they're calling it now. So it's not, so you don't feel slutty or something, or mm-hmm. player, you say, we're going to, this is a situation. So well, it's a casual. A, yeah. Yeah, clearly defined relationships came to rise 2002. Tinder saw a 49% increase in members adding the phrase to their bios. Oh, I'm into situation. That's what you want. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if you're on these apps, maybe you've just broken up with somebody like, I just want a situationship for a little while. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd be into that situationship. I like that one. Positivity is a major plus. Po- originally known as the party table has been repurposed to present pushing P. Oh, a P. That's like the emoji P. Yeah. Pushing P. 
was the number one trending emoji globally on Tinder this year. An interesting shift from the trending emojis of last year, uh, which were just like a happy face. And then the, and then in 20, uh, 2020, it was a person putting their hands up. Okay. That was the top emoji on, on Tinder. And now it's the P that stands for uh, positivity. I'm into positivity. Yeah. So you put the P. Okay. I mean, everyone's, everyone's into positivity, but... It's boring, you know? Mm. Positivity is boring. Yeah. That'd be like, let's talk. Say I sat down for coffee with, you know, a date, a Tinder date. Mm -hmm. And you you can't just keep it positive the whole time because that's no fun. Yeah. Like, let's talk shit. Well, and you don't actually (laughs) know. I'm going to put an S on mine. Yeah. What does that stand for? Talking shit. Because eventually that's what you want to do. Yeah. Let's talk shit about the last date you were on. Nobody... Oh, it's a very positive day. We had to put. We just weren't a match, but it was very positive. Who cares? Shut up. The dinner date could be soon be dead. Maybe that's why last night restaurant every restaurant was closed at nine p.m. It seems the it seems the creative data uh, activity we took to during the pandemic. Uh, men- oh, a lot of during the pandemic restaurants were closed. So people were going on picnics. Mm-hmm. Picnics are up forty three percent. Picnics. Here's my problem with uh. picnics. I don't know how to sit. Yeah, because if you sit, I, like I'm, I can't sit. What is Indian style? Yeah, oh, you can't. Can you, you can't say that anymore? Right? No, no, no. I think no. It's, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. I'd like to. <laughs> I would now like to make a press conference about what I just said three seconds ago. Uh, dear America, earlier in this podcast, I had said uh, disparaging remarks about the uh, Native American people mm-hmm. and the way they sit. Yep. I would like to apologize for what I said. Uh, I meant crisscross applesauce. <laughs> I can't sit that way because I have long legs and it hurts my back and I can't sit that way. Mm-hmm. So picnics, I never like. And then I, I feel like I need to lay like lay on my side. And that always feels like some sort of that's sleazy. Burt Reynolds, yeah. Cosmopolitan, you know, that famous Burt Reynolds pose. Like that's mm-hmm. a weird pose on a first date picnic. Yeah. So I don't really know how to sit. Yeah, you're a foot a of picnic. the bed guy. Exactly. You've Alex. told us so, this. Yes, and yes. You can't take a girl to a hotel room. So and- for that reason, I don't really like to picnic, but they're up 43%. Mini golf is up 60%. Miniature mm, golf. Okay. Really? That's back, huh? What about axe throwing? What could you, yeah. could you people try to throw more axes? Drive-in movies. That's still going up 34%. And Tinder buyers all increased this year, suggesting that singles are meeting up in different places than just dinner and drinks. They're opting for less traditional, more authentic ways. Okay. More singles are raising a glass to sober dates. Oh, my God. Ugh, all that's of this hard. Is so that's boring. rough. Positive sober dates. This is, you people are ruining everything. <laughs> Being funny, fresh, and forward is sexy AF. Yeah. I feel I'm all those things. I feel I'm funny, fresh, and forward. I don't know about I don't know about forward or fresh. I don't even know about funny, honestly. Um a sense of humor was it was the number one thing that members look for most when reading matches. And seventy percent of surveyed young singles across all genders. This is a big one. Hygiene. And I agree with this one. Come mm-hmm. on, everybody. Clean your shit up. We are not even getting paid to talk about right now. We get yeah. paid periodically, but they haven't yet given us a full contract. But Manscape is all you need. I'm going to do a free ad for them because yeah. they sent me a big box of Manscaped stuff. And I'm saying, if you want to get it, this is the men. This yeah. is not the women. But get it for your man. Uh, it's all you need. They got all sorts of creams, lotions, and jellies to keep your shit tight and Mm -hmm. that is the number one thing that everyone's saying on these sites so if you want 
to get get it going, it's got to be that. All right, being fresh, running forward. Uh, nostalgia uh, was flexing. The red flag gaslighting emojis were trending for good reason. Toxic relationships aren't new, but okay, you get the idea. All right, you want to hear uh, revenge travel? Amidst uncertainty and a triple mercury retrograde, singles were looking to, oh, stars. A lot of people looking to stars for guidance, you know. Mm -hmm. um, you want to hear the top, oh, these are the top emojis. Okay, the P, number one emoji. Broken heart, number two emoji. Red flag, number three emoji. Kangaroo, number four emoji. What, what does that mean? I like to jump around. Oh, I don't know. Let me like I'll to, look it up. Yeah. Um, okay, well, anyway. Uh, and then the last one is a rat. Is the 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 tenth biggest emoji on Tinder is a rat? Oh, like don't, I know rats. I don't want to date any no. rats. No, yeah. Uh, top ten interests uh, in twenty twenty two for Tinder profiles. The ten trending uh, they captured the shared interests took off twenty twenty two. Number one trending interest of all people on Tinder. You know what it was, Alex? What? Just people were talking about sneakers. Okay. The number a. Hey, oh my God. I would. I'm going to be sober and positive on this day, and we're going to talk about sneakers. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, what? Yeah, we're going to sit here sober. I don't like to drink. We're going to play miniature golf and talk about sneakers. Oh, okay. I was hoping somebody was going to fuck somebody, but I guess I, yeah. actually, I'll talk about sneakers. Nice so shoes. what do you like, Nikes or Adidas? I don't know what to say. Mm -hmm. I was hoping to see some boobs or nothing. All right, more sneaker talk. Converse? I got them. Sushi, number two. Okay. 90s kids, number three. Anime. Oh, boy. Thank God I'm not out there anymore. I don't know any. It's a whole new world. Camping, number five. Oh, I can talk about camping. I used to go in the 70s. In a tent. Oh, how old are you? Don't worry about it. Let's talk about sneakers. Uh, barbecue, number six. Alex loves barbecue. I do. Alex could talk barbecue. Talk barbecue and blue in the face. Camping. <laughs> he loves oldie. Uh, yeah. Alex, you might, you might have to get back out there. Mm-hmm. Number seven, trying new things. Apparently not. You people are ruining everything. <laughs> street food, number nine, football, number 10, road trips. Okay. Street food, that's... You want to hear the top Spotify artists on Tinder? Everybody was listening to Mac Miller, number one, Bad mm. Bunny, Morgan Whalen. Is that you? Got Doja Cat, The Weeknd, uh, Harry Styles, the Juice World. No, yeah. no, no, no. Rolling Stones or Rod Stewart up there. This, oh, I It's the wrong app interest, for that. That's an R time kind of a place. Interest more attractive to a match in the U.S. Oh, these are things people are interested in the U.S. Number one, yoga. Vintage fashion. Ooh. Okay. Concerts. Love them. I love all these things. Oh, uh, shopping. Sushi, once again. Sushi's big. Everyone loves sushi. I like that sushi. Car hopping. What the fuck? Oh, cafe hopping. Excuse me. Cafe hopping. Oh, okay. Um... Self-care. I love that. Walking my dog. Oh, nothing is more boring to me than hearing dog stories. It's yeah. got to be. I know you guys love your dogs, and don't hate me for this, but hearing, I, I love dogs. I really mm -hmm. do. But hearing about your dog is yeah. just don't. I could fix all of this. Every Come on. I mean, just make outs, whatever. It's not going to kill you. Sneakers? Seriously? What are you doing? Brunch. Brunch. I'll talk brunch. I'll say this about brunch. If it's like an all-you-can-eat brunch thing, yeah, I feel like I don't... I mean, how much can you possibly eat as a grown person? You get yeah. filled up on one thing, and then you feel like, well, I spent 
$75 on this whole you can eat brunch. I should go back one more time. I don't need to. And there I am putting on more potatoes yeah. and sausage just because I feel like I, I need to do it. Mm-hmm. And I come, listen, I'm not going to tell you I don't. If I'm in a hotel, I'll put a couple of my, a couple of boxes of Apple Jacks or mini wheats in my, in my jacket. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I get them. I, they're not going to get me. I, I'll let you know. You get that your right money's now. worth. I got my money's worth. Uh, so brunch and fashion, of course. Top date activities. Number one, Alex, you know what it is? I don't. Hiking. Everyone loves hiking. I hate that. What a, that's As a, a date out. activity? That's a like cop it? out date. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Really? Why? Now, because I, you know, I, I'm, I don't like because it it's too bright, bright sunlight. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I, f- I feel you need to meet first time. You need to meet in, in like a dimly lit place just because we all got our issues. Yeah. Especially at uh, people of a certain age. I don't need to be out. At Runyon Canyon, bright sunlight, sweating, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, no, I don't. But, but I, I mean, I, yeah, it's nice. Uh, hiking. Bowling numbers. Bowling still going? Number yeah. two? After all these years, uh, bowling? Still going. Picnic, of course. A walk? Let's go on a walk. Netflix and chill, number five. Uh, arcade. What's that mean? Like Go a, to the arcade. Like a, They like, still have them? Like play pac-man yeah or those kind of arcades i mean i guess that's cute they got to be somewhere grabbing coffee oh everybody oh frangiola.fun frangiola.fun <laughs> has all my dates coming up because number eight is a comedy show nice all righty number eight comedy show i've been uh, seeing a lot of younger couples like bring younger them out. people bring them out i'm coming so many places i'll be in every Pretty much every city in America, Jersey, Long Island, McGuire's, they're Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, no, not Boston not yet. Boston, We're yeah. announcing it soon. Uh, Chicago, coming to two different yep. downtown Rosemont. and Rosemont. Mm-hmm. But uh, Bricktown Comedy Heliums. Club, Helium, Philadelphia. Philly? No, sorry, no. not. Helium, no. Buffalo. Helium, St. Louis. Bethlehem, PA. Uh, all over the place. This weekend, I'll be with Fortune Feimster in Albuquerque. Then yep. I'm coming to the Bricktown Comedy Club. Bakersfield. Bakersfield. Bricktown, all right, yeah. can I get mine oh, out sorry. before you get yours out? Bakersfield, what is it called? Uh, the, the Well Comedy the Club. The Well Comedy Club, Bakersfield. Bricktown Comedy Club, mm-hmm. Oklahoma City's next for me. Bring your dates to that. Yeah. That'll be fun. We'll, I'll talk about, after the show's over, we can talk about Sneaker. Um. Okay, so these are... And the, the final one is most popular international cities that you, people like to go to. Mm-hmm. Number one, where do they get is Alex? The number one international city that Americans like to go to on a date. On a like date? After you, get a, after you go on a few dates, like, would you like to travel together? Yeah. Let's go to blah, blah. Number one. Ooh. Uh, I would say something on the, I would say either Mexico or Canada, Toronto, or, you know, um, wow. maybe a Cabo kind of a thing. Well, number 10 is Mexico. Okay. Mexico City, Mexico. Number 10. Where so are we you, going on dates? You, number one, you're going to London, England. Oh, number yeah. one is yeah. London. Then that Tokyo. That's not a romance town. I just want to say been to London, been to Tokyo. Paris, France, uh, Seoul, Amsterdam, uh, Sydney, Stockholm, Kiev. Ukraine. Uh, yeah, right? Why? Right now? <laughs> right uh, now. Toronto. There you go. You, there you, you go. Toronto's up there. Ah, uh, there you go, everybody. Anyway, we had some fun with that. Let us do our thing. Uh, so much more to talk about on future episodes. We're going to save it. I got a lot of Valentine stuff to, to, to have some fun with. Uh, the M&M story is just wild. I found them. I found yesterday. I was at the 7-Eleven here on the corner. And them. they had the uh, Fem and M's mm-hmm. right there in 7-Eleven. Right, right there. Right there. Bought them. Mm-hmm. I bought them just for fun. I'll make a TikTok out of them or, or something. But yeah. 
I'm just, I know the M&M story is probably a little bit being pushed, I believe, by M&Ms a little bit because there's going to be a huge unveiling of of, of it on yeah, Super, Super Bowl, Bowl Sunday. Sunday. So there's, that's all hype mm-hmm. for the Super Bowl They're Sunday. They're moving units over there. Where they, uh, I'm sorry, on Patreon, I kept saying Maya Angelou is going to be the new <laughs> spokesperson. Uh, she's not. It's uh, Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. Uh, I said it 75 times. I, said I apologize because I like Alex you. did not correct me once. I don't know who either of these people sat are. there, and Maya Angelou has been dead for 10 years. Okay. Lovely lady. And honestly, she probably could be a great spokesperson for M&M's. And then, of course, on a Patreon, we were talking about other people. I had come up with an ad idea where they were interviewing people whose names begin with M and M, mm-hmm. and but they weren't happy with any of them. Uh, so that's this, here's the commercial. It's all these people coming in saying they could be the new spokesperson because they had to get rid of the spokespeople candies. They had to get, yeah. Okay, then they finally go with Maya Rudolph for whatever reason. Okay, so we, Alex and I were trying to come up with M&M celebrities' names. And Alex came up with Montina McBride, McBride. And I came up with Marty McFly. People were furious. And I am now because people told me, okay, I'm going to roll down a list of a few people that I, I'm shocked both neither Alex and I could not come <laughs> okay. up with. First of all, the most glaringly obvious is... Meghan Markle. How did oh, we not come up with Meghan Markle? How do we not get Meghan Markle? She's a dear friend. Because she's not Meghan Markle. Isn't, well, doesn't she have a royal last name? I think name? it's still Meghan Markle. Right. We didn't come up with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, that's I a good mean, one. How did we not <laughs> do come we up not with, Matthew with Matthew McConaughey? Uh, there's so, how I mean, did I, swear, I come up with Martina McBride? I, I know. Like of all the, and I came up with Marty McFly. Not even, that's, <laughs> that's a, a fictional, fictional character. character. <laughs> I mean, idiots. I'm sorry, everybody. We really let you down. But you see what I'm saying. You can't get Matthew McConaughey to come in and say, I could be the M&M yeah. spokesperson. You know, his, yeah. there are two M's yeah, in Yeah, M&M. right, right, right. Yeah. So, and, and, and then they go, nah, mm-hmm. you're, you're already known for Lincoln's, Lincoln's. and bourbon. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So we're going to go with something else. Anyway, I think it's, you can have the idea over at Eminem. Yeah. If you want it. All right, well, that'll be about enough. We've had a good time over here on Cover to Cover. Franjola.fun, listen to it if you like it. Uh, tell your friends to come over to Cover to Cover. Leave us a review. Go over and uh, and, and leave reviews on any of the places if you haven't left one. Mm-hmm. we The reviews help. We're almost at 4,000 reviews. Yeah. We're not so get us to 4,000. We would really appreciate it. I know many of you have already left them. But do another, change your name or something and leave yeah. another one. Uh, you know, get some bad ones, but not many. We, for the most part, is people love the podcast, and then some people say it's boring, and I get it. Some people say it's boring, and I understand that. Uh, some people say I seem like an angry old man. This is the most recent few that I got. Uh, he seems he he's turned a corner. Uh, he's too angry now. And there are there are weekends weeks where I am angry. I'll I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you. Um, but there's a lot to be angry about. If you're not angry at just life in general, I'm not saying all the time. I'm pretty happy for the most part, but there's things to be angry about. You know, I mean, look, we're fighting over M&Ms. Yeah. You don't, you're not angry about the, the state of their shooting. There's been two mass shootings in California in two days. Yeah. And we're fighting over M&Ms. This would make even the uh, even the, the the most uh stoic person a little bit angry yeah so i there are times yes they're true and it's a podcast the, the, it's kind of the fun is having some anger that even that's even the wrong word about certain yeah. issues you got to you know have some I mean? fire under you to if really if you want me to stay 
P for positive, like they do on Tinder. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's as much fun. So, and if you don't like it, honestly, there's plenty of other. Po- you can go to a million podcasts that stay positive and are not angry and whatever. But I, I hear other ones. I, I go around and listen to like different clips of podcasts, and it seems like the angle is to kind of have a, an opinion on different, uh, you know, a bunch of different topics. Yeah, and that's what we try to do here. Am I an angry old man? Yes, I am. I'm angry at you guys for fucking up good times. Every bar's closed last night on a Tuesday night at 10 o'clock. You're out there talking about sneakers, and uh, and and I'm angry about it. Mm-hmm. We, me and the people of my age, many of you listeners, we were out there on the forefront hoping we would this would be handed down, our slutty ways, our weird, overly tanned skin, our poor fashion choices, our fried hair mm-hmm. didn't stop us from fucking each other. And we thought we'd hand this down to you guys and you would take the... the carry the, the torch. The, carry the torch of, of the, you know, rolling around in the backseat of parked cars and things like that. But you didn't. You're out there talking about sneakers and positive coffee experiences. And yeah. that's, that's no fun. All right. What do we got to get out of here on, Alex? This one's for Hilaria. Uh, You got to watch out for these guys. The paparazzi. What is this? Lady Gaga, paparazzi. Oh. I I like Lady Gaga. Mm. I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. You remember this one? I do. I do remember this one. This is when she was, you know, now she's, it's all the stuff's off. This is when she was constantly covering her face. Yeah. She was that Lady Gaga. Now she's, you see her, see her face. Which is probably good. Mm -hmm. What is she doing now? Is she doing another movie? She's doing something, right? She's got to. I'm sure she's still working. I I went to see that one, House of Gucci. I saw some people tell me, like, they hated it. I I didn't hate it that much, but I got why people thought it was, oh, this was a good one. There's an Italian restaurant on Long Island called Papa Razzi's. Okay. And that's that's nice. not a joke. That's not a joke. I believe it. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Thank you. Thank you to Lady Gaga. And uh, thank you to all the listeners. Thank you. I'll see you out on the road. This is it. I'm leaving Friday to Albuquerque. If you guys, within the sound of my voice, know me in Albuquerque and you, I come out on stage before Fortune. You got to yell some shit out that you know who I am because Fortune's crowd, they don't know me. And I, I'm just a I'm just a number when I mm. come out in the Fortune shows. I'm doing, oh, I don't know. Like after it's over, meet and greets, whatever, people come up and go, I didn't, I didn't know who you were, but you were funny. Some people say that. Mm-hmm. Some people just walk out and say, I hate him. All right, everybody. Anything else, Alex? Or we covered all? I got all? nothing. Yeah. Okay. That's it. You back? Patreon? Get a Patreon. Get a Patreon. We do a ton on Patreon. We've had some good ones we lately. Good, we have some good ones lately. lately. Yeah, some hot hot ones. Except for when we <laughs> couldn't come up with MM names. I know. Was, I can't believe we didn't come up with Matthew McConaughey or Meghan Markle. I mean, she's in the news a lot, too. That's on us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, everybody. Sometimes our minds don't work because we're thinking of a million things. Yeah. So I'm sitting there saying Maya Angelou is going to be the new Instead spokesperson for Eminem. And my brother noticed. He called me. He's like, you know, it's not my Angela. I said, I know. <laughs> my brother loves the podcast. Anyway, bye-bye, everybody.
the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.